HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. With more than 30 weekly podcasts, HRN has something for every food lover. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This week on Meet and 3 from HRN, we're dissecting the mojito, one ingredient at a time. Because it's fizzy water and it's different to other waters we've seen, it must cure something. I actually hadn't heard that Sir Francis Drake story before, but it was so typical it had me rolling my eyes over here. There was no other substance around where you could get so much booze per buck. Tune in to Meet and 3 wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Agave Road Trip is brought to you by Mezcal Ultramundo. Ultramundo is a Mezcal brand owned by a family without any real historic connections to Mezcal heritage. Instead, their connection is to nature. They own a 24,000-acre ranch that has been used to graze cattle. It's a beautiful wild place. Everywhere you turn, it's a sea of quiotes. Fresh quiotes, old quiotes, fallen quiotes just sprouting quiotes, and specifically from Miguel Lamparillo, variety that takes something like 15 to 18 years to reach maturity. Now, there's a lot to talk about with this brand, but I'm reluctant to do that because whatever I say will divert your attention from what I believe is the truly important story, those 24,000 acres of wild agave. You know, we spend a lot of time in this industry talking about sustainability, but the truth is any spirit being shipped out of the community in which it's made isn't truly sustainable. The fossil fuels needed to make the glass bottles and to physically ship them aren't sustainable. So no brand of spirit you're drinking is truly sustainable. I tend to instead look for practices that move us as an industry, move us as a species closer to sustainability. And Ultramundo's harvesting practices are a great example of exactly that. The experts who visited their ranch have suggested that so long as they limit their annual harvest to no more than 80% of what reaches maturity, they'll have a self-sustaining supply of this long-growth agave. Every time I return to Oaxaca, more and more of it is monoculture espadine. Row after row after row of these farmed agave are replacing wildlands where so many diverse plants once thrived alongside so many diverse insects, animals, and bacteria. And I get it. I understand why that happens. And I'm not suggesting we should all stop drinking Oaxacan espadine, but I am saying we need to see more projects like Ultramundo, projects that preserve the biodiversity of our planet. Ultramundo is available now in the USA, everywhere via mail order for consumers. 
and at wholesale in California for bars, restaurants, and liquor stores. If you believe in preserving wildlands and believe in preserving biodiversity, but still want to drink delicious mezcal, please give Ultramundo a try. Learn more at ultramundo.mx. That's U-L-T-R-A-M-U-N-D-O dot M-X. So much of what we do creates a carbon wake that is, given the structure of our modern world, nearly unavoidable. But we can minimize that wake by making diverse choices. I am Chava Perivan. And this is Agave Road Trip, the award-winning podcast that helps Gringex bartenders better understand agave, agave spirits in rural Mexico. And this, although this is so far away from when Chava and I were at Art Basel or Basel, I don't know what it is, in Miami. Basel. It's Basel? Uh, actually, not very sure. Okay. It's in well, we were, yeah. Okay, we're recording this in our car at Art <laughs> Basel in Miami. Um, uh, in what, what month is this? In November? No, this is December now. Uh, in uh, December yeah. of 2021. But you're listening to this in October of 2022. And so if it sounds weirder to you than the episode le- the week before and uh, the week after, that's why we're if, in the Even car. if we're still existing in 22. Oh, uh, we will exist. Oh, really? Well, okay, you'll exist. You know, my cardiologist today told me he thinks I'll exist. Yeah, yeah, he congratulated you and stuff. He did. It was good. You you were a good kid. You're not an image and stuff. Yeah, I got it, yeah. So here's what I want to talk about today, Chava. Okay, sure. What I want to talk about is if I'm a Gringex bartender Uh and I want to do something special for Thanksgiving— uh, and I want to host my Thanksgiving. You know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. host my Thanksgiving in Mexico City. Hmm. I want to do a little, a little like this is how you do it. So, so are <laughs> oh, you ready? Lord. Okay, are you so, ready? So the first, the first thing you got to think about you're if give it's me Thanksgiving. So yes, the first thing that you want to think about when it comes to Thanksgiving is what Chava. The turkey. The turkey. <laughs> and I suggest that if you want to source a proper turkey, you should find a proper Mexican. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so you're going to tell the story in which I call the fancy butcher's house in, in Polanco. Polanco. <laughs> Polanco? What would be the equivalent to Polanco in, in, I don't know, like New York or Chicago or something like that? Uh, let's see. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, let's look at, uh, at Chicago cause I know it better. Yeah, I'd yeah. say it's like, you're basically, you're, you're going to the gold coast of Chicago. In terms of Tokyo, it's a Roppongi from oh, Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, sure. So, but, yeah. Uh, so you're going to the richest area you can to source your turkey. Because <laughs> I don't, I don't cook. I don't cook. So when other people cook, what I think is they want some fancy ingredients that I don't understand. So, so I, I go to Google so, Maps and, and I so, like, yeah. So my point, uh, Gringex bartenders is if you decide you want to do this, don't ask somebody like Chava because he'll end up getting you a frozen turkey. Well, no, I, a I, frozen well, turkey I, I, in Mexico, I, I, the I, land I, of turkeys. How much turkey do they have? So much turkey <laughs> that they will distill mezcal through it, Chava. Yes, but I I was also very busy that week. I needed somewhere that blah, I could call. Blah, blah blah. But what happened then? Okay, so then. So then I'm like, Chava, what are you? 
Mexican. Uh, let me show you how to be Mexican, Chava. And uh, I take Chava to the Mercado. I, you did not take me. I sent you a Google Maps link, and I met you at the so Mercado. So I took Chava to a Mercado. You didn't send me that. I had that link before I even <laughs> yeah, talked yeah, to you. Yeah, before you ever met me, yeah. Sure. Before <laughs> I ever met you. That's right. And, you know, and, and to be fair, I picked the most touristy Mercado I could. You Mercado de San Juan is totally touristy. It it can totally be it touristy. can be touristy. It, like, it is. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. There's some really cool stuff in there, it, but it, it's touristy. It is sort they of. They have touristy. signs up saying, "Don't take pictures of our kangaroo meat without asking." Yes, yes, yes. No. yes Don't take pictures of the the tarantulas you can buy if you want a tarantula stuffing. Anyway. So we go there, and there's there are a couple of different booths where they literally have these, like, 25-pound turkeys upside down, like, just plucked and ready to go head on, feet on. I'll, I had a photo to this post. Um, so that if that's what's like, if you want a turkey, you go there. You buy it by the kilo, not the pound. Yeah. And then they ask you, do you want to keep the feet on and the head on? <laughs> Which I honestly thought you were going to want to have. I, you know, I thought about that, but then I thought about my my beautiful wife, uh, Connie Bank. Hopefully, she's still my wife by the time this episode airs. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I like she's a vegan, and she's like I'm a vegan because my cardiologist says so. She's a vegan because she really loves animals, and I thought the last thing I want to do is to have her look at this head on the turkey. Anyway, so uh, like uh, again, I don't know anything about this. So they prepare it, they put it all together, they take, uh, they do whatever sort of a yeah. pre preparation that yeah. you want for it. And then, honestly, that's the end of my advice. Like, well, you did, you well, did so everything else. Yeah. Like, the, the biggest piece of advice is, like, find a pos- – if you want to cook everything yourself, mm. right? Like, and I get that because I'm a guy who really – like, I don't love cooking, but I love satisfying people with my ability to cook, right? Like, I love bringing joy to people. You can't that tell that, that through that, a that, guy that, road that, trip. That came across weirdly. What's How do you mean? Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that came across I don't weirdly. like to cook. I really love bringing joy to people through cooking. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so um, uh, find a posada where they've got a kitchen and clear it with them and you can cook. You know, But the thing is, and here's the thing we found out the hard way, like our friends Damien and Raquel from, um, from El Tigre Mezcal, um, they offered us their house to cook in, which is great, and they had a great oven. Like it was like it's not a commercial oven, but it was as close as you could get to a commercial oven at a home. It, it, it looked extremely nice. I can yeah, say that. Yeah, five yeah. burners, every like a beautiful. But the problem was, I realized with this twenty-five pound turkey, after we had had it literally overnight, it was uh, it was uh, uh, with a dry rub, so it was brining. Um, I realized if we cook the turkey in that oven, it's going to tie up the oven for six to eight hours, as big as this thing was. Um, and then there was nothing else you could put in there. So, there, like, t- so that morning. Oh, yeah. That morning, I, I get a <laughs> emergency call of Luban telling me my wife is going to divorce me if I spend eight hours cooking this turkey. We need to improvise. Right. And when I when you told me that, I honestly, the first thing that I thought was like, let's just get some pastor tacos and that's it. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. As the guy who didn't grow up with a Thanksgiving turkey, you said pastor tacos. Yeah. El pastor tacos. <laughs> so what, what I, my thought was el pinche, well, yeah, El Pinche Gringo Barbecue. Is that, did I say it? Is that right? Pinche yeah, Gringo. Yeah, pinche Gringo. El Pinche barbecue. Gringo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's a small chain of really good barbecue joints in Mexico City, and they sell whole turkeys that they've smoked for 10 hours. And even better, when you we found this out uh, the hard way, uh, you know, number one, 
make sure like you talk to them and get it down. Like we talked to them on the phone a few times, and then we showed up and they said, "No, we have no turkeys." But they did. We just had to yell at them for. A we bit. did not yell at them. We very politely. Did we? Told it. You looked like you were getting you. You were getting a little bit loo on no, them. No, no, no. I just talked strongly in in in, in, a, in a normal way. Oh yeah. But well, but, like, but they eventually sold us yes. this beautiful turkey that uh, was probably like eighteen pounds smoked, and it was vacuum sealed, so we were able to put it into a sous vide, you know, the warm water bath, and I brought my sous vide figuring that this might happen. Okay, I just want a fine point about this. Yeah, shoot. The, the raw turkey at the market, how much money was it? Uh, so I think it came out to somewhere around 40 to $45 for the 25-pound turkey. Okay, and the other one, how much was it? Oh, I have no recollection. I think it was like 150 bucks. Cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, sounds right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, it's going to cost you a lot more. But here's the other thing is when you walk through that market, there were some guys selling cooked turkeys. Now, they're not going to be vacuum sealed the way this <laughs> one was. But I bet you could also talk to these guys. You show up early enough. You pay them in advance. They would cook that big turkey for you. And you just arrange to pick it up an hour before your meal. And you're good to go. Okay, so I think the other part of this part, like this episode, is there's not only the turkey, but it's the sides. Yeah, yeah, very important the sides. Okay, and you, you check this over. Okay, I have no yeah, idea yeah, what yeah. I'm saying about this. So yeah, you know, I in my view of Thanksgiving, and everybody has a different view of Thanksgiving, but with my view of Thanksgiving, the number one side after like after if if you've got a great turkey, everything else can be garbage, right? But. Uh-oh. And you'll be and you'll be fine. Everybody will still be happy. But uh, the next thing that you got to think about is that stuffing, right? And so when we were at the Mercado buying up the turkeys, we also found a guy who had these beautiful morels. And so we bought a ton of morels and we we cooked those in olive oil and like and we got the you know all the other ingredients that you'd have. But here's the thing: we're doing two different versions of the stuffing. One version was using like standard bread that we bought at that Mercado, but the other version we cut up and we toasted. Uh, conchas? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Do you have a gringo name for that, right? Conchas? I think we, yeah, I think we call them conchas. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, whatever. So that, 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 that pastry that looks like, what does it look like? It doesn't look like a bun. With No, a, it, it looks like a seashell. Oh, yeah, there you go. I like that, a seashell. And so we you know, we chopped that up and we toasted it. And we we um, Yeah, we used that as the basis for the other stuffing. I got to say, the side-by-side tasting, exact same ingredients in both, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was nice. It was, it was, it was very, very nice. pretty. And I have to say, this was my first Thanksgiving dinner in my life. And? And uh, as opposed that I am to a lot of the gringo traditions, I have to admit this is a good one. <laughs> it was it was great. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, the the, the day before or two days before, um, Gary, uh, Gary Nabhan had sent out an email to some folks, including me, um, referring to Thanksgiving as, uh, well, he didn't refer to it, but he said a lot of his friends who are of uh, indigenous origins in the Americas refer to it as no Thanksgiving, which I get, right? Like, mm. I, you know, I really get the feeling of uh, betrayal and thievery around the Thanksgiving tradition. Um, and, and you know, and I might feel differently if, if I had the same thing happen to my family, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But I got to say, the thing that I love about Thanksgiving, uh, if, you can, if you can pull it out of that context, is sort of the same thing that I love about Dia de los Muertos. 
which is uh which is that it's in both cases to me it's a celebra or should could be i shouldn't say should be for me they're both celebrations um that are about gratitude and gratitude for people who have done things for you in your life and i i gotta say like i i think i'm i'm not great about being grateful and these two celebrations pull me back and force me to think about those things that like I wouldn't be who I am and where I am absent the gifts that I've been given by so many people. Well, what I was very happy about and grateful in that celebration is that I didn't have to have a horrible milkshake like the one that I just had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm talking about gratitude and you get all uh, ingrated, ingratifical. You get, you, you become ingracious about the milkshake you just had? No. Uh, is, this, is this like when Lou gets serious, Chava has to be silly? Is that what we're doing? No, 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 not at all. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, should, yeah, I, okay. I, should, I, should, I shouldn't have done that. I, I, like, I apologize a little but what I have to say, though, yeah. is I was very grateful for the great agave spirits that we had on the table that oh, day. Oh, my goodness. We yeah. had so much amazing agave spirits that day. Which is another beautiful thing, right? Is, is It gives you the opportunity. not You know what? To have beautiful agave spirits because you just go and you buy them by the liter and you've got all these things to taste. So even if the turkey is horrible, if you've had enough to drink before you start eating. And not even that, really. If you fail at your turkey enterprise plan project, yeah. you can literally just run to the first taco stand, <laughs> buy a few kilos of meat, and you're saved. You you are you are. And you know, and the other thing that you can have on your Thanksgiving table that you can't have uh, if you're not having it in Mexico is pulque. And yeah, and, and in this case, they came to our door to offer us pulque. <laughs> that was insane. Some lady just like made some very specific strange sound and they walk up and she's like pulque I was like sure how many liters do you have and then I thought I was being all like smart and savvy asking from half aguamil half pulque and she's like yeah, yeah campechano I got your kid and she's like <laughs> 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 she's, oh, that was, that wait, was... wait but she called it campechano yeah, yeah. when you mix the two yeah campechano have we you... ever used it before Is no this... but, but you know what campechano means right no campechano is a type of taco that will be mixed meats like on a taco. Hang on a second. Like, so is this a term that pulque people... God, this was not supposed to be about this in this episode, but is this a term pulque people use that we've just never noticed before? I think so, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at that reveal. Well, so that's one reveal. The other reveal is the next time that we have a Thanksgiving in Mexico... Oh, uh, we're going to do a poster? No. Well, yes, that. That would actually be really beautiful because I can just imagine what Chema would do with that. But, uh, no, what we're going to do is we're going to have pumpkin spice pulque. Oh, I know. And with that, no. I think I think no. we conclude this episode. <laughs> yes, please. Out. <laughs> okay. Before you have any other not fortunate ideas. Well, before we go, right, yeah. Chava? What? I'm sincerely grateful for you. Uh, you're looking at me very strongly and intensively. That's what I do, Chava. I'm grateful for you, Señor Lu. <laughs> See ya y adios. Hasta pronto. Bye. This has been Agave Road Trip, the podcast that helps gringo bartenders learn about agave spirits. Your hosts are Lou Bank and Chava Periban. Sound engineering by Roy Sierra. Theme song performed by Gabriel Oliveira and Mark Rico. Sign up to become a road tripper and listen to more episodes at agaveroadtrip.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. And if you hated it, recommend it to your enemies. 
you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram. Lou is in charge of our social media. So if he happens to sound like an old man, forgive him. He is one. A Gabby Road Trip is a production of 10 Angry Pitbulls, Inc. Agave Road Trip is powered by Simplecast. Thank you for listening to Heritage Radio Network. Heritage Radio Network is food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. To subscribe to the Heritage Radio Network newsletter, enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with Heritage Radio Network on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can also find Heritage Radio Network at facebook.com slash heritageradionetwork. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. Heritage Radio Network couldn't do that without support from listeners like you. Become a part of the food world's most innovative community today. Subscribe to the shows you like. Tell your friends. And please join the Heritage Radio Network family by becoming a member. To become a member of the Heritage Radio Network, click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Heritage Radio Network can become addictive. Programming you here on Heritage Radio Network can drive you to eat, drink, and listen to more programming on Heritage Radio Network. If it drives you to drink, please do not drink and drive. Drink responsibly. Eat responsibly too. And listen to Heritage Radio Network responsibly. To listen to Heritage Radio Network responsibly, wear protective earbuds. While wearing protective earbuds, do not drive or walk. Sit in a comfortable chair. If that comfortable chair has a hard seat, please remember to get up and stretch every 30 minutes. If you get up and stretch every 30 minutes, do not stretch beyond your abilities. Stay within your defined stretching capacity and consult a doctor who specializes in stretching. If you do not have a doctor, listen to all the shows on the Heritage Radio Network. There has to be at least one doctor among the Heritage Radio Network podcast hosts. Thanks for listening. Agave Road Trip out.